National is promising longer after-birth hospital stays for mothers and free glucose monitors for children with type 1 diabetes if elected. The party's leader, Christopher Luxon, announced the policy this morning. Under the plan, National's Louise Upston says hospitals would receive extra funding to allow new parents to remain there for up to three days. It's already a woman's right to stay for 48 hours, but many women don't know that and feel pressured to leave earlier. But our policy is not only that it's a woman's right to stay for 72 hours after giving birth, but that her lead maternity carer must let her know about her entitlement. Most women will be absolutely fine and many will choose to go home. But for some, birth injuries, problems with breastfeeding or signs of postnatal depression may become apparent. And the party's health spokesperson Shane Ritti says by funding glucose monitors for under-18s, it would save families with a diabetic child up to $50 a week. There are an estimated 15,000 to 25,000 people in New Zealand with type 1. It's a devastating diagnosis for a family, which used to involve frequent finger prick tests throughout the day and at night to check blood sugar levels and adjust insulin. The continuous glucose monitors have revolutionised diabetes management. So National will allocate $5.2 million a year to give kids free access to this technology. The party has also committed to increasing the number of psychiatrists and psychologists training places. National's mental health spokesperson Mac Ducey joins me now. Kia ora. you would increase the number of training places for both psychiatrists and psychologists. Why is this such a focus for National? Well, good afternoon and thank you for having me uh, on your show today. Look, uh, the workforce, the mental health workforce crisis we have at the moment is actually probably one of the biggest barriers to people receiving timely mental health and addiction support in New Zealand. The Mental Health Commission called on the government only recently for uh, an action to address the mental health workforce crisis and it just beggars belief that six years in we're still calling for action on mental health. Well the changes that you are wanting to make are, are, are small. The numbers are what, so currently 37, you're increasing that to 50 places a year for psychiatrists and from 40 to 80 for psychologists over four years. It's it's an increase, but how much of a dent will this actually make when there is such a critical shortfall? Well, this is a significant investment into the mental health workforce. We've worked very closely with the New Zealand College of Clinical Psychologists and the Royal College of Psychiatry. So what we're doing is doubling the number of psychologists being trained in New Zealand and increasing the number of psychiatrists by a third, and that's a significant investment. Well, okay, so you're you're doing this over four years, but when people need the help, it's not going to be in four years' time. What are you going to do to bridge the gap? Well, we do have to start somewhere, and the issue is is that when Labour came in six years ago promising to transform the mental health system, if they had made significant investments into workforce that we've announced today, we wouldn't be in the position we're in today. We've got over a 145% vacancy rate in psychiatry, over a 100% vacancy rate increase in psychology. Yeah, so and if that's you why take we're saying over. we'll invest into these workforces. When you look at psychology, we that have a That shortfall is still going to be there when you come in, or if you, you form the next government. So what are you going to do while those people are training? 
When you look at uh, psychology, we have a large number of young people who are completing the four-year master's training for psychology, wanting to go into clinical psychology. So what we've decided to do is double the amount of interns available. So within two years, we will have doubled the number of psychologists coming through the training. It's important that we grow our training pipeline. You are correct, there'll be another settings at play as well. We need to make sure we have retention of holding on to our current mental health workforce who are quite frankly uh, being burnt out because of the ballooning vacancy rates we so have So what are you going to do right now to give them a break? Are you going to bring in psychologists and psychiatrists from overseas? Well I think in our workforce plan it is about retention, holding on to the current workforce. It is about growing our training pipeline and that's what we've announced today as well as looking at the green list of skilled migration. It's uh, all three of those factors. And if I was fortunate enough to What be, you're saying is we're going to be stuck in this mental health crisis until, until those, that pipeline of people comes through. Well, I was telling you today, if I was fortunate enough to be New Zealand's first mental health minister, I would be focusing our mental health system on reducing the vacancy rates. We need to ensure that the system is focused on reducing vacancy rates because at the moment... One of the biggest barriers to timely care is our workforce uh, mental health crisis. Thank you very much for that, Namahinui. That's National's mental health spokesperson, Matt Ducey.